0: Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Episode 66, Awkward Water Sports Guys, we brought back...
1: The guy you love to hate. <laughs> <That's how it laughs> bad marketer. We guys got we got Stephen. What's your middle name?
2: We, we, James. My middle name is Stephen.
1: Stephen James Edwards.
2: The, the the three first name marketer. Would, would you guys like my like date of birth and my like favorite like my dog's name and like last four no. my social or what? Yeah, I'd love to have your social. And now you and I can get into your financial data.
1: Yeah. I I don't uh, want to have anything like that right now, do I? Today, today (laughs) it's poor. Listen, I've got a great invested opportunity for you right now, bro. Fucking fiat currency. Go (laughs) to bank. (laughs) Give me hard cash. Put it in a box. I put it under my mattress. It only Mm -hmm. depreciates according to the US economy. I would have liked both to it Right now, this, <laughs> this is available for both of you two. Because Greg, I know you're taking a bath on fucking crypto, and fucking Baldy down there is taking a bath on whatever it is that he wherever he, he takes a lot of baths. So, so a I lot of,
2: this week has felt like I've been entirely like waterboarded. Yeah. So, uh, the entire market is just on a terrible sell off. So yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I love losing thousands of dollars a day. It's the funnest. That's why I invest in all that mattress money player. <laughs> <laughs> the safest <laughs> hedge
1: is inflation. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> Joe Biden economy. It's weird. I should have invested all of my money in Beanie Babies.
1: <laughs> Would have been fire. <laughs> listen, don't get started. Don't <laughs> listen. He knows what you meant by that. All right. Who?
0: What are you talking about?
2: No, yeah, what are you? I nothing. You. I nothing. wish
0: it. <laughs> are you Are you going to make fun of my NFTs again? <laughs>
2: oh, I wasn't yeah, even. Ma-
0: I wasn't even making fun of
2: NFTs. I was seriously saying, I wish Kevin I had. I, I was. was. You weren't. Kevin. I Kevin was. was. I, was. <laughs> I was.
1: One week, I'm like, I'm all in. The next week, when they drop off, I'm like, yeah, see, they're dumb. The Ethereum, the blockchain, stupid. It's never gonna work. It's never gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I was a huge fan up until two days ago. No, it's all gonna bounce back. You guys will be fucking fine. Blockchain will be fine. Greg's not even worried. He probably fucking like sold his house and reinvested back into
2: crypto or something. He's got guys. like a second and third mortgage on his house to own some fucking <laughs> NFTs and a
1: <laughs> <all> more,
0: <laughs> more crypto.
1: Jesus. I mean, you
2: bought more crypto on the dip, right?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, no, it. just
2: keep piling this money in, but eventually I'm just sitting here, I'm like, <laughs> I I'm I'm about done with buying the dip. I'll be honest. I'm I'm the dip has been bought. I'm about out of like assets to continue buying the dip. Now I need it to bounce. Unfortunately, that's probably about like what, 18 months out or something like that? Like no, well, not with crypto. Crypto markets. Nah, crypto will bounce faster than that. But like oh. the equity market, the equity Tomorrow
1: market. Tomorrow will is- be worth like $250,000 of fucking a butt coin or yeah, whatever. Probably. There'll be some new fucking dog coin out there that'll be like, go to the moon. And I'll be like, if only you would have gotten in with point zero zero you would be a fucking trillionaire right now.
0: Well, God damn
1: it. Why can't that'd I get be- in on this stuff? I know.
2: That'd be awesome. Greg I is sitting over there. In- I feel like Greg knows of like some like, you know
0: to no, the I don't. tenth
2: degree penny,
0: penny i don't moon deal with i don't i don't mess with well
2: he looks like the it. little shibu guy man you shifty eyed fucker like what
1: do you yeah. know that we don't man come uh, where, on where's this where's
2: this and there's weird, no secrets where's this weird moon coin i can drop a g into that's gonna turn into like a fifteen billion dollar runner
0: i don't know Dude, I can't
2: are your tell employees but-
1: just playing ping pong ball in the background or is that really just going down
0: oh you, you yeah what do
2: we got Oh, they yeah, will they're change playing, but they are yeah yeah, yeah they they are
0: well let's well, let's let's get on let's get on with it um steve you've been Google over here <laughs> steve you you were on um our on our show last year i forget what the episode it was but if you are new to uh aqua Water Sport, guys you can go to our uh, website watersportpodcast.com just type steve's name in under our guests and you can uh, listen to the last episode we talked everything about marketing and some other things. But anyways, you're back here. We're going to actually talk more about marketing. And in our last, in the Facebook group, we talked, we asked everybody to give us some questions. So we're going to do some of an AMA format, ask Steve some marketing questions going into 2022. But before we do that, Steve, you just want to give us a refresher of who you are and what you do. Sure.
2: Yeah. My name's Steve Edwards. Uh, I own a marketing agency based out of Las Vegas called Amp Agency. Um, we exclusively work with tour operators. So You know, we have clients all the way from San Diego to um, now Cape Verde, Africa. So, yeah, we kind of cover everything in between from uh, boat rentals to snowmobile tours, uh, you know. And on top of that, I guess ourselves, we run a rental tour operation here in Vegas. So we do Jeep rentals, boat, jet ski rentals, and uh, some passenger van rentals. So we're not only pitching on the marketing side, but we're also operators to... I guess help validate our marketing success.
1: And and not for nothing, but the, the AMP agency that, that Steve owns and operates is a sponsor of the show. Yes. And um, actually does uh does a lot of marketing work for my company is plural as well. Ease. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. All, all transparency.
2: Yeah, I mean, I you know, like I, I love this space. I think it's like I, I've done some other stuff in the past, like every, I think, other marketing agency on the planet. And uh, we found a niche that I love. I like what the clients do. I, most of our clients are in pretty fun, exciting stuff. So like when I'm scrolling my Instagram and Facebook and looking at like what my clients have going on, you know, I've got clients up in Colorado that are doing big mountain sledding and UTV tours and shooting machine guns. Um, So, yeah, I I love it. I'm pretty excited about the clients we work with. So it's not it's not just hard sales pitch of like, let us build your website. I actually really do dig what we do.
0: Yeah. And Steve, uh, like Kevin said, I appreciate you being a sponsor and, and not just being a sponsor, but you support the show. Uh, in a lot of other ways, uh, you came all the way from Vegas to our conference, keeps, and keeps me
1: sane. <laughs> keeps keeps getting keeps sane sane as my counselor. secondary therapist. Me and Steve yeah. spend a lot of time talking on the phone because because we're buddies. So like this yeah. is what this is what happened from this stupid ass show. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, Steve. So I actually been out to Vegas and and visited Steve's uh, Steve's operation, and we actually did those things that he mentioned. We yeah. shot guns and. We drove in monster trucks, and and I got to check out the Vegas market. And I can't promise the level of very dysfunctional friendship is going to be there with Steve. If you guys hire Amp Agency, no, probably. (laughs) We we
2: we have bandwidth uh, capacity issues here. You know, it's uh yeah yeah. I mean, obviously, this has worked out great. I've built some friends. You know, Kevin and I spend probably a little too much time on the phone (laughs) talking about everything. (laughs) um you know i bullshit with greg about crypto and nfts so i love it i mean this is great i like that you guys are having me on i love bullshitting with you guys about this and hopefully you know some of the listeners get some value or at least get the impression that i quasi know what i'm talking about yeah so enough with the banter enough
1: with the bullshit let's get into the hard sell man let's the hard this fucking hard sell (laughs) marketing questions fucking get on your get on your fucking little beanie caps (laughs) You Gary Vee fans, you guys got yeah. the Gary V of Las Vegas coming at you. Not, answer. Don't, <laughs> don't even put that marketing
2: kind of, question. Don't even put answer. that kind of pressure on me. <laughs> I, I do have to shout out Justin Buzzy. He sent me out one of uh, Gary V's books. I know he got them all for that NFT game with Gary V, but thanks, Justin. I appreciate the book.
0: Oh, yeah. Cool. One of 1,500 books or whatever, how I many he bought. <laughs> he, you know, so, he's smart though. He's smart though because all those NFTs he got are worth like 1000 to $5,000. He already made his money back plus some. Which That's is awesome. selling a few of them. Actually, I am not gonna lie. I got two NFTs from that too. So I got uh, like 300 books at my house too. Oh, so, so do you, that, any, that, yeah. If that, anybody that Justin Buzzy a Gary B episode, <laughs> episode
1: will not be happening because I didn't get a fucking goddamn book. So I, next I, will, time, I will give you ten of them. <laughs> I can get ten. A, That's a awesome. ten of
2: ten, uh, Gary B signed it. No. No. I actually started reading it.
0: It's kind of a good book. It's all right.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. not gonna do that. Anyway, I've read these okay. books and I'm not a big fan.
0: Let's jump. Uh, let's jump into these questions. So, yeah. like I said, we went on the Facebook group. We asked people to ask some of their questions, and and we have a couple really good ones. Um, so I'm just going to give a shout out to Kai Copro a pedal pub. He asked a few really good ones that we're going to start off with. So first question is. Startup marketing in a new city. What's the most effective way to quickly gain market share as a newcomer? Hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break and talk about our sponsors for the month. Amp Agency. Amp is a full service digital marketing agency that specializes in tour, rental and destination marketing.
1: We would not have sponsors on the show if we could not vouch for them ourselves. Amp Agency does a bunch of stuff for Destiny Water Adventures. Personally, I 100% vouch for this guy. I've I've handed them over to other companies in the past before they officially became a sponsor, and they have had nothing but great things to say. If you guys are doing your own marketing and doing a piss-poor job of it, do yourselves a favor, hand yourselves over to Amp Agency. Specifically, Steve Edwards, their CEO, will call you
0: personally and have a great conversation with, with you about what you guys need to do for your marketing. Listen, guys, they do pretty much everything in digital marketing, website development, maintenance, Google AdWords, PPC, graphic design, social media management, SEO, and a myriad of other things. When you choose a marketing company, it's so important to choose a company that knows your industry and AMP agency knows activity marketing especially water sports and tours. They got a promo going for Awkward Water Sport Guy listeners for their, their managed websites. Use promo code AWKWARDPODCAST when you go to amp.agency. Again, that's amp.agency, promo code awkward podcast. You get three months free and get started with AMP Agency. All right, guys, let's get back to the show.
2: So I am a guy who tends to like to lead with ads. I am a paid ads guy. I think, you know... Uh paid ads are the short-term solution to organic SEO and the long game of building, you know, building huge reviews and all of that sort of thing. So if I was coming into a market and in the case of like Kai's business where you know he's doing a lot of the pedal pub stuff, I mean I'm coming directly after the competitors. I'm running Google ads based on, you know, the most popular keywords in that market. I am probably going to run some Google Ads with using competitors' names, and I am directly going to headhunt who my competitors are to steal some of their market share. Um, I think that's the quickest way to get you know up and rolling, get some bookings coming in the door, um, and you know that's a. Very clear, transparent way to get fired up. Uh, sure, you can run some social ads, but top of the funnel social ads in a market like San Diego or Charleston or something like that are just, I haven't found them to be as effective as one would like. I would lead with Google ads all day.
1: All right. So what do you say to the operator who just getting started off? See, so he was a backup to his question who, who tells you, I don't have the budget. I don't have budget for Google ads, bro.
2: It's Like five no. bucks a book. <laughs> so so this is a real conversation that happens a lot because uh, so many operators are coming into this without you know they they've budgeted, they've bought in boats, they've bought in jet skis, they've got snowmobiles, but then they've then they tell me that like I've got a ad spend budget of like three hundred dollars a month, and I laugh, and then they laugh, and then we all laugh together <laughs> because. <laughs>
0: Um. (laughs) Oh, I just remember these. I remember these conversations years ago. You know, and I'm not trying
2: to be a dick, (laughs) but it's like, if you want to, if you want to be in business, you've got to factor some dollars, right? There has to be a genuine real budget. And I'm not saying it has to be 5,000 bucks a month, but if like you need a thousand bucks, you need a thousand bucks a month to put the Google ads to at least play in the space and and that gets the ball rolling and it should get some you know bookings coming in the door and you know the the biggest problem we see with most operators is they have zero idea of what it actually costs them to acquire a customer so if you don't know what it costs you to acquire a sale how the hell can you ever spend money on google ads or anything to determine if your marketing is effective and i think that kind of doubles up like kai had a second question of like how to measure roi I mean, we measure everything. So I'm measuring, you know, like, you know, are those phone calls turning into bookings? You know, we've got, we've written some software to take the phone call data that's coming in and see if it's actually turning into a booking. Um, Are people, you know, bouncing off the website? Do we have like, are they going through the funnel? Are they falling off? Where can we improve our conversion rates? Um, But at the end of the day, you have to measure every dollar that you're putting out into Google ads or into any sort of marketing. What kind of dollars is it bringing back in the door? I mean, Google Analytics is the short answer to Kai's question, though, wouldn't it be? Like, I mean, yeah, but but for like a lot of operators, like you know, um, prior to getting into this, like even yourself, right? Yeah, go ahead, so, call me out. I know, I know. Well, I'm no, 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 that. I'm not, I'm Easy not. Target. Sh- I'm not shitting on you. I'm talking like before we had our conversations, like you didn't have call tracking set up. Well, in the rental space, when you see how many bookings happen over the phone compared to online, for a lot of operators in the rental space, it's 50-50. So if you're going to spend $1,000 in Google Ads and those people are going to click your ad and half of them are going to book online and half of them are going to book over the phone – how are you effectively tracking if your marketing is working? If you're not tracking your ads, or I'm sorry, your phone calls conversion rate. Uh, to be on, to be fair though, hold on. I had
1: call tracking on. We just weren't measuring it. We weren't putting in the numbers afterward. <laughs> like they were like, please put the sale in, and we weren't doing that. So we were using CallRail to just. Yeah. all
2: set in purpose to be
1: completely fair to everyone involved.
2: I know. Um, cover you got to cover your ass. I understand it. You're the expert in in everything.
1: No, no, I, I'm not. I no. Listen, I you called me out, and I was fucking. You know, you're right. Like I'm not the expert in everything. Jesus fucking. You know what, man? <laughs> if I knew this was gonna get hostile, bro, I could have just called you for this. I wouldn't have to but, have you on all the show.
2: But we need to track everything. So, yeah. um to circle back, to not go too long on this, if I'm starting up in a new city, Google Ads. Yeah, Thousand you can box. listen to
1: that, like the Steve Edwards Party Part One, which is it's literally called Track
2: Everything. So, go yeah, back and listen, everything. go back and listen to that, Kai. Well, Steve, I, you know, I got follow, follow a follow-up question too. To, yeah, please. To that. Cause, so, because I know you're an analytics numbers guy, I like that.
0: Well. You know, when you're starting a new business, some of the smaller companies that they you know, they may still do Google Ads. But when you run a Google Ads campaign for like a private charter, you can only you know run one or two charters a day. So sure. there's not a lot of inventory to sell and it could be very expensive. You'd have to, you know, a lot of times for like private charters, the conversion rate is a hell of a lot lower than like a multi-passenger tour. 100%. So, I mean, you can go through $500 really fast and get almost nothing from it. So, you know, what else would you suggest if, if you're a small, because we have a lot of listeners that just have the one, uh, you know, private charter they, they run. Uh, what are some things you think that could be a better fit for them or would have a better conversion?
2: So so this is the part where, I mean, any good, like any agency, I don't feel like any agency is going to be able to solve that issue of like, hey, you're the small six pack operator and you're taking out private fishing charters. I mean, that is like some boots on the ground uh, awareness theory. You need to optimize all the things you can optimize. You need to make sure that all of your online profiles look like they should, that you have your trip advisor optimized, that every single person you're taking out on this tour, on any tour is leaving a review, and that you're asking every friend, family member, and cousin you've ever talked to, to go and leave you some sort of review. Because you need a, you need that initial like bump, that initial kickstart to just have any sort of online presence because otherwise you're just lost in the abyss of TripAdvisor and online listings, you know? Um, same thing with your Google. Like if for the market of like you even being in Destin, if you search private phishing charter and you're the noob with no reviews, no photos, no anything, I mean, it, it's going to be a long, slow, slow, deathly grind. I, I feel like you run out of money before you ever end up with like actual business um, rack, rack cards and posting on Facebook daily. Yeah. I mean, I, I it sounds super stupid, but you, yeah. it, it, it is, it, it's the worst, but if you don't have the budget, you're running a small six pack. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're going to blow through 500 bucks in Google ads. Like it was like lit on fire in the parking lot.
1: I mean, to to be to 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 jump in here, like I know I'm the like the resident marketing dummy here, guys. So I don't want like overstep my bounds or anything because I don't want Steve calling me out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I don't want to get fun. yelled at by like Steve again. It's but true. I mean, I, and I think like Steve, this is something we talk about, right? Like like you fucking guys got to be more sales guys. Like yeah. you know, like let 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 Steve be fucking let Steve be SEO. Let Greg be your fucking affiliate, and no. you need to be a mother. Listen. Louder for everybody in the back, a motherfucking sales guy. Yes, we're not talking about this in this fucking space ever. We're not talking about sales training. We're not, we joke around about Cardone and all these sales companies, but at the end of the motherfucking day, bros and brosettes, if you guys are not selling your fucking company, if you're not actually out there knocking on fucking doors, I don't care if you are putting fucking rack flyers and you don't have a budget. But everything, every conference we fucking go to, it's like tech, 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 tech. Fucking great. Fine. Tech. I love tech too. Wonderful. But are you a fucking likable motherfucker? Do you want to spend eight hours with you on a boat? Showcase and fucking highlight that, and I mean, go to the old school, man. Andy talks about Andy Pasala talks about it all the time. He's like back before the internet. I would go knock on the door and say, "Hey, I'm your local fishing guy," "I'm your, you know, hey, I'm Andy Pasala, I'm I'm your supplements neighbor," and 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 let everybody know who the fuck you are. If you don't have a digital marketing budget, you still can get out there. But man, guys, like this, we don't talk about it enough. Are you the lead sales guy in
2: your business? If not. And if you're shit at sales. You fucking, you are shit. Well, and the, and the other thing about this that I see a lot, and I and I mean, this is like such a weird thing for me, is that guys are so goddamn insistent on holding rate. Like, I'm gonna hold this price. Come hell or high water and I am not going to move off of this price because God forbid I did it for a discount and I didn't, you know, double my money up because I know it cost me 300 bucks to take people out and I have to make 600. I mean, every goddamn operation on, you know, like I, I'm a stock guy. I love, you know, that whole market. Most of these companies burn a shitload of money before they're ever profitable. So if you've got six guys that want to go out that only have 75 bucks and you're going to put, you know, seven, you know, six guys through your tour that you can get six reviews on that makes you a better operator that gives you some more experience on putting out tours. You are an absolute idiot to not take the money, book the tour, run the tour, break rate, sell the fucking tour.
1: Yep, Get the fucking reviews. And I don't care if you made nine bucks an hour to run that shit, man. You made yes. nine bucks an hour. I didn't make nothing an hour for my first three years in business. I didn't get a motherfucking paycheck. And and man, and and I, I hate to get, I hate to jump up on, the, on the, my fucking soapbox about it, you know, but it's like, I can't help it, man. You know what I mean? Like so many guys, especially in this market too, like everybody's going to get rich fucking overnight. You no, know, I mean, don't get me wrong, yeah. truism is pretty fucking unbustable. But at the end of the day, man, if you're just getting started and, and you call this motherfucker up and you're talking about I don't have a thousand dollars for a budget, I mean, bet. But then you better get your ass out there and fucking create a hundred dollars for that budget.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whatever yeah. it
1: takes that you gotta do.
0: So I just wanna add add a couple of things to that. First of all, it's super cheap to make a website through GoDaddy. I mean, you don't yeah. need to hire an agency for twenty, twenty five bucks, you can get um, a website made, Absolutely. and then you can make you know some business cards for for twenty bucks in Vista Print, and then you can go down to the harbor where all of your you know colleagues are, and you can say, hey, I'm a new I'm a new fishing charter in town. Um, if you have overflow or your customers oh. are looking for fishing charts, I'm your guy. Here's my website. Uh, here's my Instagram with all of my my catches on it. Uh, and then another thing too is, I mean. OTAs don't cost anything to get started with. And it's something that I 100% believe in, not just because of my sure. business, but if you don't have any marketing budget and you need leads and you need people on your boat, it's perfect. You yep. know, fishing charters can use Fishing Booker. They, there's OTAs like, like TripShock that you can use. And you can wean yourself off of these OTAs as you build up a client book, but there are ways for you to get leads for nothing up front yes like All use right. these these sources and then when and then when you have money and disposable income for you know companies like like amp agency where you can throw a thousand or 2000 a month but then again you need the product in order for it to make sense and i and that's where, you know, you have to build yourself up and, and get to that point. But just because you don't have a budget right now to, you know, and you see your competitors hire have these really fancy websites and you know thousands of dollars in and budget marketing spent billboards, don't get caught up in that. Focus on what you can control, and like I said, be a salesperson. Like Kevin is one hundred percent right. Get out there and put yourself out there and sell your business.
1: I uh, man, I wish I had like a dog in this fight with you guys, man. You're like you're the OTA, you're like the amp guy. You know everybody And I was like, look at his side they're like, Yeah, do Google ads and get an OTA. No, <laughs> no, no,
2: no. pretty convenient, guys. No, I, I I love I love what Greg said because everybody thinks that like An agency is like this fucking magic potion to solve like your business problems. Like every piece of this information, like everything we know, everything that like we're doing, you know, Greg talks about building this GoDaddy website, you know, it's, it's dirt cheap. It's free. Uh, If you can't come up with 50 bucks to build a website, buy a domain and put a website together, because when you're first starting out, you have time. You're not running tours. You don't have customers. So your evening should be spent, you know, for that Gary Vaynerchuk, like what the fuck are you doing from 5 p.m. until midnight? You should be building that website. You should be, you know, making your Facebook posts. You should be doing all of this stuff that's readily available with, you know, some free YouTube videos to watch on how to get started. And that's where you start. And, you know, the part I love about Greg's, where you talk about the trip shock side, everybody gets lost in the sauce on the, on the percentage that you give away to the OTA. But these same guys that are complaining about the OTA cost have zero idea what it costs them to acquire a customer, like not a sniff what it is costing them to go get a booking as it is. And they just lose their mind that they're giving away 20, 25% or whatever the rate is to Greg and it's like, well, <laughs> that's only a valid argument if you know that you're getting customers for less than that. All right, yeah. next
1: question. Somebody had another question besides yeah. old Second, actually, Kai, Kai so, had all
0: the. I had questions. all questions.
1: Quite great. Every question, single yeah. question. Jesus Christ, um, Kai! A, why don't you just come on? They were good. We're like, 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 you
0: I'm going to. I'm with, so Justin, Justin had a good question. Uh, Justin Buzzy. Yeah, Justin, I like this. Uh, Ken, oh, Mr. Giving, right. Mr. Give books away to everybody. That, yeah. that guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, Great. Let's bring him funny. on. Justin messaged me this morning and I and, uh, had a picture of him listening to the show. Yeah,
1: so. that's no, cool. Did you tell him yeah. that there's – it's the awkward water sport guys. It's a fucking plural thing going on here. No, it's fine. It's the awkward watersport you, you have Justin. I'll take Steve. I'll make that motherfucking trade all day long. <laughs> Just rapping
2: ass, man. I got a rap for you, Justin Buzzy. I mean Justin Buzzy does post more fun photos. I mean, it definitely looks like he's living a better life than I am for sure. He travels yeah, like a he, motherfucker, dude. I,
1: I like I like every single one of his fuck. He's always like standing there with his yeah, arms wide and shit. I saw him at that bougie ass resort in Utah. I'm like,
2: what the fuck? Look at this. But motherfucker. when you
1: when you meet the motherfucker in real life though, you're like, Oh my god, bro, you're like way dorkier than I expected. <laughs> I
2: thought like
1: you had those Instagram filters on. I thought you were a gangster, dude. Buzzy, I, mean, I didn't I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, he's like six foot five. He probably kicked my ass, man. No, I love, I like that guy, man. he got a lot of good shit going on. He doesn't sell me books, man. You know what I mean? It's like hurt,
2: fuzzy. Send him the fucking book. <laughs> here, here, here 69.45. Okay, eight. what's the it's question? Three,
1: okay,
0: I'm the question name. is, is it important to buy your own brand name keywords on AdWords if you show up as top rank organically?
2: So my, my theory on this is I have some clients I buy the brand name on and I have some that I don't. So if you are in a very competitive space where you would have somebody buying your name as an ad, I would buy my own brand name. Um, An example of that would be um, all, you know, uh, let me, let me give a good. Okay. So let's, let's use Greg as an example of that. Right. So you probably don't have TripAdvisor is probably not buying TripShock as a Google ad name. I would, I can't imagine. I can. I
0: I haven't seen Yeah.
2: So, so in your case, you probably don't need to buy the Google ad for TripShock because you're already at the top. If anybody searched directly TripShock correct. But if we're in Destin, Florida, and Kevin's company name is Destiny Water Adventures, you know, if I'm the guy down the road, I'm going to run Google ads with a keyword of Destiny Water Adventures as one of my keywords. Thus, anytime somebody goes and searches for Destiny Water Adventures, ABC pontoon rentals down the road is ad is going to show up. That is where Kevin should be buying his own brand name keyword.
0: Yeah, well, I have a, something to add to that. I I buy my brand keywords regardless because it's super super cheap, like it's dirt cheap, p- like pennies a click. Yeah. And like even with how much traffic we get, millions of visitors a year on TripShock, even like I think the most we would ever spend in a day is like five dollars. Because oh, most people yeah. go right to the organic anyway, so for the little cost uh, to have that ad and just that extra real estate, and we do have a lot of um, more like operators that buy our keywords, which I don't really care about. I mean, it's sure. it's a free market on Google, um, but at the same time, if they do it, then I'm going to buy you know my my keywords too, just so I can have sure. more real estate at the top. So uh, can't, why you not? Why
1: buy the, the trademark? Can't you just file the mm-hmm. trademark with Google and they?
0: You no. can't file the – if you're just using the it as a keyword for your ad to show, that's yeah. – uh, Google can't do anything about it. But if you put like – they put TripShock in their ad, then yes, I can file a trademark claim. Yeah,
2: Yeah, you can use anybody's name or company as a keyword in your Google ads, which I mean any – like any good ad manager is going to use those keywords to – go against your competitors so when we're putting up when we're putting together campaigns i'm going to go and see who your competitors are in that space we're going to run ads with your competitors names as keywords.
1: So really i gotta i, I want to follow up that question though so just to be clear here that so they can't then use their ad you can't use your brand name in their ad if yep. you file that but you, that it will still trigger the ad to show Yes. when they start make the search just just yeah. so cuz like we kind of like glossed over that real fast so 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 the,
2: so the so the answer behind it is like so abc pontoon uses destiny water adventures as a keyword their ad still has to say abc pontoon rentals you know best pontoon rental destin florida yada 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 they cannot use your name in their ad at all right
1: That's... It, it pisses people off, man. So it, it does. Right it's it, now, it,
2: I'm so fucking well, mad, My and it's wonder. a and it's a questionable. So, like, we have some people who get like a little morally, like, or you know, ethically, like, is that good practice? I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on your space and if everybody's buddy chummy and you know. Well, well
1: so here's another thing too: is that like that can come back and bite you on your ass? Because I do that to shit that I don't like. I don't. I do that to people I don't like. So I'd be like, add this competitor's name, this competitor's name. I'm like ABC pontoon, trip shock. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. Um, But I, I do that to people I don't like because I I do, you know, because at the end of the day, what will happen is you'll get a customer. Is that, this can backfire on you, man, this that yep. practice. Yep. If you get a customer that calls you up and then they're fucking at the location that they thought they talked to, fuck, I've done it. I've called an ad and I thought it was, I'm so fucking dumb. You know what I mean? I do this shit for a living. Sure. And I'm like, hello, fucking mom. <laughs> I'm yeah. coming to your for dinner. And she's like, okay, honey. And it's a restaurant. I go up to my mom's house. She's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And then everything's fucked up and confused. And then they call back to come into the booking with They're Like, I'm sorry. I thought I had such and such. Ah, well, because you were being a slick marketer, motherfucker. So just keep so- in mind, anybody who's going to jump in on that practice, that that has definitely happened to me before.
2: Where this, where this bites you in the ass is if on a, you know, this is super common stuff and like legal stuff. This is like, you know, uh, personal injury attorneys. This is like built upon their like business practices, Um, you know, car dealers as well. Car dealers love going after their competitors, keywords. Uh, And you also find it in a lot of like commodity type businesses like locksmith, plumbers, yada, yada. yada. The clicks are so much more expensive though in some of these though, right?
1: So this. Yeah. Is so like,
2: yeah, locksmith. I mean, that's what, but the problem is every locksmith, if you go and look, their name is ABC locksmith, one, two, three locksmiths, best locksmith. You know, nobody's like John Smith locksmith and repair. It's always these like super dumb mm-hmm. yellow pages names because back in the day they thought if they named their company triple A locksmith, they're going to be the first one in the yellow pages, which is. Absurd. Straight fire. It's like it's the best fucking... art- <laughs> I mean, it made sense 15 yeah. years ago, but it oh, but that's, why got, ago. that's
1: why I got Kevin uh, that's why I got Ardbark's pontoons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh,
2: Yeah, it's just uh some of that. I would love to have those conversations from twenty years ago of like you know, did you buy the big yellow page spot? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're still around. Dude. Uh, Wait, who, who's the, who owns Yellow Pages? I forgot. Is it? It's um. Is it Yext? I, I don't think it's Yext. It's uh... somebody bought Yellow Pages, man, and they would like they would straight spam me. When I remember when I get like get into arguments with them about like marketing stuff, and I'd be like, "Motherfucker, is he, aren't you the Yellow Pages?" Get out of here. What do you? I swear the Yellow
0: Pages was like the mafia back like 10 years ago. Because what they would do is if you canceled your Yellow Page subscription, they would send the hottest women to your office. And I'm talking like the hottest women. And they would just pressure you into signing back up. Like, and they were were dressed to the tens. I mean, it was insane. And I got a really funny... They went around Destin and and did this, and they got most people to re-sign back up. It it was literally, like, I feel like there there was some shit going on. Like, they had it all figured out.
2: Back in the day, I used to own a car stereo store, and I remember buying these yellow page spots. And, I mean, they were absurd how much money – you know, guys bitch about, like, what ads cost. We were buying, like, a two-by-two square in the yellow pages for, like, $600 a month. And I mean, and back then there was no call tracking. There was no anything. You just like, I better buy this spot because last year was a pretty good year. Maybe this year I'll buy a two by three spot. Look,
1: ridiculous. I had, this, I had this guy, man, fucking who I hired last year to be our, like our ops manager. And he fucking like, I hired him from Detroit. And I didn't really know him, man. A, a, a buddy of mine, like spoke, you know, spoke real highly of him. Anyway, the guy, I won't get into the story. guy's a, a fucking unhinged lunatic. But he fucking texts me the other fucking night, man. And he's like, he was like, "Hey, brother, how are you doing, man? Like, hey, I don't know what you got going on this weekend, but we're I'm working for Cumulus Radio right now." <laughs> I'm like, bro, I know you are not trying to. Is this motherfucker trying to sell me ad space on the radio? And we have some digital marketing solutions. <laughs> I'm like. Guy, get the fuck out of here. Next the next week, you're going to be coming to my fucking door trying to sell me solar, bro. Uh, <laughs> get out
2: I, of here. I have, a, I have a rub, and I know that they've been a sponsor at like an event we all like to attend, but they sell banner ads. And, I mean, anybody that's ran banner ads in their life on Google, they recognize that that is like a, you know, a solid way to light up all your money on fire. You know, I see guys putting huge dollars, like, it doesn't happen as much anymore, but back in the day, guys would put real dollars into like these banner ads because it's like, hey, check out these banner ads, and they would show on fucking these garbage websites. Well, you're gonna see your ad if you go to Fox. You're gonna see your ad if you go to ESPN. It's like, but nobody in their life has ever clicked on them. Nobody's ever clicked on one of these ads on purpose. Well, let, let me talk about
0: banner ads real quick. Get
2: Jared We're, Broach, don't listen to this episode. Well, we, I want We've talked about it. We've talked
1: about
0: it. <laughs> so this is a, this is actually a really good topic because. You know, banner ads were really big years ago. That was like the only thing you could really do at, yeah. with, with some websites, but we're in 2022 now. What do you say to someone that is gonna do banner ads? Like what where is the the fine line between like actually being successful at banner ads? Like what wh- where like what would you say to someone if they're going to do it? Is there a right is there a right way that banner ads work? Are you doing everything else first?
2: Like, are you doing paper? Are you doing search? Are you doing Facebook? Do you have a social media strategy? Do you have like enough money in content? Like, could you spend that money on video? Do you just have $500 or $1,000 burning a hole in your pocket that the only place you can spend it is in banner ads? If the answer to all those questions is yes, yes, yes. And yes, I have a thousand bucks that I would like to light on fire or spend on banner ads. I would spend it on banner ads.
0: How would, how would, how would you deploy hub. how would you deploy banner ads right now? And I, mean, I I have I have some thoughts on it but I just want to hear what you.
2: So so the most uh, most uh, inexpensive way or the easiest way for a lot of people is just in Google, you know, Google display. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, there's like on the digital marketing side, there's a plot of there's a lot of like self-serve, you know, content platforms where you can serve banner ads and then you can do some of like the cooler you know, pop open crazy banner ads that you see on some of these obnoxious websites that you hate to scroll through. Hey, but I quick, still don't I, think I, hate to, I
1: hate to interrupt you. I got to ask you really quick though. So because this is one of your favorite subjects, wouldn't you say that these ads that are fucking popping up on TikTok are sort of like content
2: video banner ads? They just, confer- I mean, isn't that essentially all ads in a, some capacity then? If like Instagram No, because ads no, and- I wouldn't say so. Oh, well, now, because of the the way the algorithms change, but... I just, you know, because even, like, on a previous podcast with you guys, we talked about, like, the TikTok thing. I don't think TikTok for tourism works yet, okay? Um, I think it's coming. They've added the ability to target based on some, like, keywords and hashtags that people would be searching. But it doesn't work quite yet now if i was selling a nationwide product that was a fun you know like cool light you know i I see these guys selling lightsabers i see them selling you know cool clothing and big blankets and hot sauce that is like a buy and ship to your house i think that's tiktok's gonna crush i i would put my money there but anybody like really trying plotting like um banner ads i just don't think it works anymore i think it's a waste of money i i know there's somebody out there who's going to show me somewhere that it converted and it made money i if you're going to spend three bucks a day five bucks a day at it so be it but any other dollars beyond that is a waste of money i, I would say it probably works. i mean and i hate to be weird i'd love to be
1: weird but yes, i would probably it. say it would it, like banner ads, like they are still super prevalent on fucking pornhub I mean, you want to date college teams, but I think this says something right then to like, you have a captive audience that's already buying what you're trying to sell. And this is why like banner ads probably still work and are still prevalent on, you know, websites
0: like that. Very targeted banner
1: ads. Right. Like TripAdvisor, same thing. So if if you're running banner ads on TripAdvisor in your market, they actually might work in that context. But just some random ass, you know what I mean? You're on some... Whatever so, weird travel site. But. So we
2: actually deployed. So we saw that Tripadvisor made that self serve uh, banner ad platform so that you could run banner ads, and we just got done running a three month campaign, um, trying it out because I, you know, I have a client out here that you know pretty well that uh, or you know of that um, is a pretty large operator, and we deployed five hundred dollars a month on Tripadvisor for three months, and quite literally did not convert one, not one wow. booking. Um. So uh, it's rough. I I, I, I I want to be positive. I just don't think they work.
0: I got a few things to add. So I will never do a, like a general banner ad without some extreme targeting requirements. Like, like we have a card abandonment campaign with banner ads. It does great. Um, We have uh, just remarketing banner ads based on, you know, certain user history that do okay, not great, but they do okay. But I will never do like an acquisition campaign of just, you know, pick an infinity group and try to bring them in. That's just burning money. Like literally you might as well just throw it in a a can of gasoline and set it on fire. Now, one thing that we did do with banner ads that wasn't necessarily marketing did really well. And we did a geo target of a certain area in Destin. We just basically did a a rope around a bunch of resorts. And we just hammered people with banner ads that were in those areas. And that did okay. We actually had a lot of of engagement, very high CTR. Uh, We didn't have a lot of bookings, but I like sometimes with banner ads you have to look beyond just the conversion especially if you're doing something like that I wanted exposure I wanted eyeballs and impressions it pretty much acted as if like it was a billboard and I do know those people were actually in that area and they were they were most of them were on vacation because I was targeting you know, those condos. So that was- that. You
1: have like a, You're running a top of mind though, Greg, because you have so much going on on TripShock. You have so many different au- offerings that these, these are these are like our awareness campaigns, right? Like it was, the, it was, was an awareness and you know what?
0: Campaign. It was yeah. super, super cheap. We had like yep. thousands and thousands of impressions. And I know these people seeing it are either hotel workers or vacationers. Ninety, probably ninety percent vacationers, ten percent hotel workers, but it wasn't any residential people, which is good. No. So they all did see those ads. That it basically just acted as if it was a billboard. Um, now I think that is wasn't a very affordable thing. Even a really small company could do something like that because we were getting like for for twenty cents, we got a thousand impressions, and it was ridiculously sure. cheap.
1: No, and I I I think if you have like multiple offerings, you have a kayaks, jet skis, if you're a real real like full-scale water sports company, that like I mean I could get on board with that. Write a note,
2: Steve, write a note. No, so (laughs) so I I agree with Greg in this. So we actually we did a geofencing campaign with a client down in uh, Palm Springs. Same exact type of thing. We drew, you know, big tennis match that happens every year down in uh, Palm Springs. We drew a fence around the you know the tennis arena. And we, uh, around a couple of the resorts, you're right, for impressions and clicks to the website, I mean, it's ridiculously cheap. I mean, I don't think that there's probably a traffic source that you can buy that level of traffic for that cheap the i mean but when you start talking about attribution so that's where i think it does get wonky is they don't convert they're not converting people to bookings but i think if you have a good program after that where you've got maybe a plan to re-engage these customers after you've gotten them onto your website and it's not just all bounce traffic that you can uh you know you can probably with like some really like good with a good plan get that to turn into dollars, but that's a, that's a tough strategy. I mean, would I do it again? The one in Palm Springs? Probably not. I don't think it, I don't think the ROI shows up where it like becomes as effective for the amount of work to go chase down those customers, you know?
0: Yeah. So we, um, we got, we got enough time for, for one, one more question. Um, I got one. I got one. Okay. I got one. Go ahead. I got a question for Steve. And it's, it.
1: a, it's a short, sweet one. So, okay. I mean, we, we talked about Facebook. Yeah. Right. On the show we talked about it, but we haven't had a marketing guy come in here and and, and say, so I'm just gonna leave it like this. Oof. Facebook, trash or no
2: trash. Still works, still plays. It's still uh I mean it depends, you know, it's a different captive audience, right? So um when we're talking about the guys that are renting pontoons and dealing with like some of these outdoor adventure type stuff, it's not kids. I mean it's it, Facebook is probably still the best performing platform between Facebook and Instagram. I, um, I'm
1: asking post ad apocalypse.
2: I mean, say, ask like, do you think it's going to keep working? Do you think that? No, I mean like, and I mean, we've talked about the remarketing
1: capabilities, but just yeah. like running like a straight Facebook campaign, oh,
2: top of the funnel type shit. No, yeah, no, uh,
1: no. there you go.
2: no, top of the funnel. I mean, you know, I don't think that it's like. So the pro in tourism, I don't think it works. Do I think that you could sell? I don't know some gimmicky shit to somebody based on a top of the funnel ad. Yeah, sure, that's what Facebook no, I'm, ads I'm are talking before. about. tourism activities, yeah, tourism activities. I I don't think like, well. I don't have clients with infinite budgets to just try everything and just let it buck forever, right? So where I think the problem gets is like, if I have a client with X amount of budget and they're asking me how I'm going to best effectively go get them customers, that's not how I would ever direct a customer to spend their money, is Mm -hmm. top of the funnel ads. Do I think that if you're crushing it and you've got some extra budget, should you run a top of the funnel campaign to people visiting Destin from out of state that are remotely interested in boats or something like that? Yeah, I mean, but I'm gonna run it with a minimal budget and we're gonna manage expectations that this is probably not gonna convert at 10X return on ad spend. And I'm going to, you know, I, I think it's like, you just gotta be realistic of like what you think you're gonna get out of some of these campaigns because top of the funnel stuff I think is super challenging. Yeah. My, my follow up to that
1: real quick um, is, have you noticed because uh, I, I truly don't know, has the cost per click gone up, gone down, or has it stayed the
2: same largely on, on Facebook and Instagram? Um, we have, in some markets, it's it's been higher. I mean, it's been higher, but then, like, it, it's like the ebbs and flows of it, too. So, like, I've also seen, like, times where it seems like it's been pretty affordable. Google Ads has seemed like it's actually been what's been expensive.
0: Google Ads went up yes. extensively. It's yeah. it's going to be a shock to some businesses this year, unfortunately. So um, I've got a
2: I've got a question yeah. for you, Greg. Almost because yeah. I know you're you know you're an ads guy. You like getting in the weeds on some of this stuff. So I know there's always been like this talk of like Apple and Google are in cahoots on their search, and there's always been this like Apple is going to break off and do their own search to compete with Google versus paying Google for all, or you know versus having that relationship. Mm-hmm. And that would provide now two platforms for guys to run search on. You know, of course, we already have Bing. Nobody runs in Bing. But if or, you know, they run minimal dollars in Bing. Most of the guys are and and I've got guys that are running Bing, but it's like, you know, it's not even a fraction of what they're spending at Google. Um, I think that's a bigger fear is that if Apple broke off and did their own search, that I mean, Google isn't going to be fine and like giving up half their revenue to go to Apple. Um, I don't know. It probably should have been like that should have been a conversation for off. But I, I am very intrigued at this whole idea of Apple is going to break off and do their own search.
0: Well, if they break off and do their own search, that's going to benefit the consumer or the business. Because they're going to be doing things to compete and uh, you know competition. Sure. Google has too much market share. So yep. they have what ninety something percent market share. Now it might go down to forty or fifty percent if Apple does their own thing, meaning that prices will go down. I'd imma- I'd imagine because there'll Do be you, the money will be leaving the the ecosystem.
2: See, I I kind of almost feel like I'm, you know, is Google all of a sudden going to be fine? and, am like losing half their market share and that or half their revenue because of that. I don't think so because people aren't going to all of a sudden double up their marketing budgets to run. You know, twice as much budget, you know, their Google budget and Apple budget. So they're going to have to split their budget.
1: I mean, you got to think, though, man, like there was there was uh, there was a point in time not too long ago before all of us had jobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in and radio and fucking uh, and, and television and think about how. Like, expensive it's like just even yep. yelp you know, yelp was like like something crazy, or not yelp yellow pages was like a thousand dollars a page or something yeah. like if you wanted a full page ad and a yellow page it's like a thousand dollars a month man i remember my dad like when he went out of business he's like i can't afford the yellow pages anymore like it's gotten mm. out of control and so like i th- this is like the, where the face the whole, the whole facebook thing was like kind of like a little bit i mean think about all the, these the entrepreneur whatever guys, you know what I mean? Like how much money these guys were just starting businesses living off of Facebook ads. And then boom, intra app sharing fucking wiped out the planet. So if that happens, if Apple gets back and creates an ad platform, then the, to me, I think that opens up some, as far as data sharing. Now they're not sharing data with Google anymore, but they're sharing data with Facebook because Facebook is an app on their ad platform. And I think it gives you, it gives a little bit more, a little more ad power to social.
0: Yeah, line, and lines are going to be drawn in the sand.
1: It'll it be interesting.
0: To, it'll be interesting, but I think competition's always beneficial. I mean, sure. when when off, when Home Depot is the only um, place in Destin, <laughs> I mean, Lowe's opened up next door, and all of a sudden, shit got really competitive between the two, like on things. So I I, I just, mean, I, I bet you Clear
2: Channel would have a different conversation with you of how well they think competition is for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In regards to what? What do you mean? Clear Channel Well, because like you know, when you joke about like you know, twenty years ago, like when before all these ad platforms, oh. Clear Channel was like how you know Clear Channel and billboards and Yellow Pages is how all these companies basically survive. I'm like, I'm like, who's competing <laughs> with Clear Channel, man?
1: <laughs> like the top of the fucking doggy, man. They're in Cumulus
2: Radio. Yeah, they're I mean, you owned know, owned by Clear Channel. Like well, yeah, Channel. what is it? It's iHeart Media now. So, right, you right, know, yeah. when you think of like what their business used to look like compared to now, they're probably like. Hmm, we should have played that differently. Well, I
1: think we've come to an end, and <laughs> it makes me so sad. We will, uh, we this is great. This I like conversation this conversation. After yeah, of course, it's fun. Absolutely, we even get to talk about Rolexes we or the should. economy as much. Like Greg made this a uh, damn a uh, uh, a commercial for a fucking amp agency.
2: Well, so, so like a couple of things, we're a couple days out from uh, arrival. I'm very excited to hang out with you guys here in a couple days, but do we think before going into arrival and, and like hearing the tone of the arrival, do we think that this is going to be an epic year in tourism or do we think that we are going to be
0: hate in life
2: or no, are we going to go I middle think of this the is road? Gonna
0: be, I think this is going to be a good year for tourism because I think people are going to stay domestic again. This year. So what I love about Northwest Florida, and I know there's a lot of destinations that are very similar in their demographics, is I look back at 2008 when we went to the recession. This area boomed. It was so freaking busy here. Sure. And when I look back and, and think about why that was the case, you got to look at the economy. So when the economy is really good, the dollar is strong people want to go overseas they want to go on cruises they want to do these big extravagant vacations because it makes sense but like for most americans that are thinking that they're not going to do that because going overseas now or even a few months from now you're not going to get the same experience you don't know it's going to be it's
1: still going to be difficult like there's half of americans or whatever it is whatever large amount of americans are unvaccinated the our, like people are, I still have daily conversations with people that are like, you got vaccinated. I'm like, yeah, I wanted to travel. I wanted to, you know, we went to Costa Rica. I want, we wanted to fucking travel. So yeah, I got vaccinated and still people are like, ah, oh, fuck that. Nope, not going to do it. So I think you have a larger constituency of people that are not going to be traveling abroad. So for drive-in markets, like, like what Greg said, 2008, sure. same thing. Key West fucking crushed. Everyone grew in Key West in 2008. In 2009. I was like the sole voice in the tourpreneur group when COVID hit. And I was like, We're gonna be fine. Vacation destinations are recession proof. And my positive ass, I was so yeah, <laughs> it's, sure it's gonna be
0: it. so I think every drive destination, uh family-friendly outdoors, again, I think is gonna rocket this well, year because even well, yeah, though those lower income folks that are not getting the stimulus and the child tax credit. Um, you know, they're still maybe still unemployment. You might not see that group traveling as heavy, but the folks oh, that would have went overseas and spent all that money are going to pivot and they're going to come to, uh, you know, drive destinations like they did in 2008. That's why I'm really bullish on 2022, but I think 2023 is what I'm I'm curious about. But then again, it's a different cycle, so you're going to see your higher income families go back overseas, do cruises again. Your lower income, middle income families come back to these destinations such as Destin that they maybe skipped the year before. So, I I, I hate to say it, but we are recession proof in some because every year I see this area grow and grow no matter what the economy is. Because I would hate it to say place. that. I've-
1: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> love <laughs> saying that. Yeah, I love it, man. You know, God damn, I wish I was I in enough d- right now. I don't. I just
0: don't want to make. It. And the expectations for people, because uh, you know, I no I'd, fuck I'd, that. It.
1: Have high expectations, man. Have set your bar high. Fucking aim for the sky. Make your dreams come true. Oh my that god! Stop. Stop. Let's
2: uh, go. So, I, I, I Steve. Love
0: um, <laughs> yeah. How can people get in touch with you or Amp Agency?
2: Um. So we're pretty. You know, we're actually launching this week. We're launching our brand new site. I'm super excited. So we have a new website that goes live tomorrow. Um, you can visit that at a Should I do it like the old days? HTTPS. <laughs> no. that, so www.amp.agency Agency. I know, complicated to mess. He doesn't. He didn't one. want
1: you guys to fucking know that he spelled it a a m p so he could be
0: first in the yellow.
2: Page. Yes, a a a a a a m p.
0: be first in the yellow pages.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And if you guys,
1: if you guys need to get a hold of Steve. Uh, actually, directly, his phone number is 701-400-8287. <laughs> oh, he did it. I wasn't going to really put your phone No, on, you?
2: you'll seriously, hit me up. You'll get up.
1: tens of texts. I,
2: I, <laughs> hope, I, I hope I get tens of texts <laughs> of people that are looking to 10X their tourism business.
1: 100%.
2: No, we've got a good team here. Um, if you guys got something, Jaden and I are both in the Awkward Water Sports Guys group. Um, you can hit us up in there. You can text me. You can reach out. You can call me. You can send smoke signals. We're pretty yeah. accessible. We'll be at arrival. We'll be hanging out with me. Drinking and bullshitting and having a good time. Probably not taking things as serious as we should, but regardless, I'm pretty excited.
0: Hey, hey we appreciate, you, day coming day. appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you coming on, Absolutely, guys. Steve. Thank you. All right. And for all you listening, make sure to hit us up in the Facebook group, Watersport and Tour Professionals. Follow us on social media. And uh, like us on Apple Podcasts so you can subscribe and watch all the, uh, listen to all the episodes. And as always, keep it awkward. Thanks again for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators to continue the conversation. See you next time.